Welcome to another edition of Father Time. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, my partner in crime, Mr. Andy Lerner, is here as the producer. Hello, and how are you? Any kids yet? Not that I know. Still none. No. Still? Sorry. And that's why Andy's the voice of reason. <laughs> uh, our guest today is an old friend of mine. I've known him for a while, back to our TBS days. Yep. Um, you will know him as... Uh, the star and the creator of 10 Items or Less, which ran for a while on TBS. And then, of course, Quick Draw, which is the newest one on Hulu. Yep. And you can always find him on Howler.tv, where you guys are just making you making your own shows, left and right. Yeah, yeah, we are. We were like, well, wait a minute. Why, why, why just, should we be giving it away? I'm, Let's yeah. just do it. I mean, well, <laughs> now we are. We still are giving it away. Of but course you now are. now it's on a site that we pay for. That's right. But what you'll recognize him most as is the caveman from the Geico commercials. Hilarious. <laughs> Please welcome my guest, Mr. John Lair. John, thank, thank you so you much. Thank you for having for me. Out. It's so good to see. Every time I see you out and about in the world, it uh, warms my heart oh. because it brings me back to those days when we were... In Vegas? Yeah. Uh, we were doing crazy stuff oh my with God. TBS comedy. We did a bagging fe- competition That was it. We had Vegas, to do a bagging competition. And the people from... Um, uh, Mad Men. Mad Men were Vincent on Vincent Carthaser, they were And they there. got so wasted. Yep. Because all the actors, we were all put into a room with no food and free booze. Yep. And I don't know what they were thinking. I think, and Mad Men was kind of new. Yes. And it, we had no, they were like, what show are these guys on? And they were like, they're on some show on AMC. AMC? And at the time, we're like, American Movie Classics is making original <laughs> programming. And they're like, yeah, the show's called Mad Men. Mad Men, what's it? It's about advertising in the 60s. Yeah. And now it's, of course, one of my Legendary. favorite shows in history. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't but, it weird how you're on yes. a show and you just don't know... Like the people who got cast on like the first season of Walking Dead had no idea that they were going to be on one of the most iconic shows in yeah. history. Yeah, it, it's very strange. And I wonder when you read because I've never been on a show that's been a uh, I, mega I, I, hit. Huge money. No, no. <laughs> so I don't know what it feels like, but uh, at some point good. you must start to realize, holy crap, I'm on a money train. Yeah, and and this is just going to last forever. I've guest starred on them. Yes. As you have. We yes. both did a Friends episode. Yes, we did. And, and I was watching them going, oh, that guy made a million dollars this week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that changes. Well, they still make like $2 million a year just on the residuals. Is that right? Somebody said that. Or maybe it's even more than that. Anyway, do you st- I still get residuals. I still get crazy checks. Yeah. Crazy checks. I mean, checks. it's amazing. Yeah. Imagine what it would be. It's still on all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's not a great show. What was that show? <laughs> I don't understand the point, show. It was a point in time. It was a point in time. It was. Okay. I guess. It's, it's so funny to watch like shows from the 80s, and you're like, wow, that, sh- that show was terrible. Was terrible. Like, Miami Vice, you can't even get through it. <laughs> and at the time, Miami Vice was like the hottest show. The on- coolest yeah. thing ever. And now you're ever. like, wow, that doesn't, that's shot horribly. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's talk family, John. Yes. I have two children. They're both still alive. Oh, you did it. You succeeded. <laughs> it, honestly, I feel like sometimes that's my job. Yeah. To go, I had to go today. Well, they're still alive. Yeah. I mean, every time I go to a kid's birthday party, I'll, I'll, I'll often will say that to the parents. Congrats on keeping them alive another year. Because every parent can relate to that. Because that's, that's like the deepest fear is like, oh, yes, my God. Yes. I could kill them. You Well, yeah. Or they honestly, my kids, they try to kill themselves yes. hourly. Yes. They could kill yeah. all of us. My uh, my oldest Hannah is three and a half, and which now we call her the Cannonball because she just she turns and walks into doors like she's at that age where she just everything she touches either breaks or impales herself, like she's covered in bruises, dude. You, she just falls all the time. That's I mean, 
I don't know what that means, but it's is it every adorable. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. They're idiots. I mean, they're they, idiots. They're, they're they've absolutely... got an IQ of a rat. I mean, you know, what do they know? They know but they nothing. Think she thinks she knows everything. Right. She's always like, oh, I'm gonna be. Everything's like famous last words. Like, oh, I'm gonna be fine, which is basically <laughs> like get the car warmed up because we're going to the hospital. <laughs> is what she's saying to us. So yeah. My brother and I were in the hospital all the time. Were you really as kids? Oh my god, I broke my arm three times. You my did? right arm. My brother and I were idiots. Your parents were terrible. Terrible. My my brother was on. I remember once my brother was on my handlebars. We were riding home from school. He got his foot caught in the front wheel. We flipped. <laughs> we did. I did. He hit his head, cut it open, hit a vein, so it was the blood was spurting out, and he was knocked out. So he was you really to- you really didn't have to go any further than he was on the handlebar. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's right. all I needed but to know. This wasn't going to go well. What's it's not funny go. is his foot probably really hurt to get caught in the spokes yeah. of the car. So he's launched. You- but he's out cold with blood spurting out of his head. So I'm convinced I've killed him. And some this was back when I don't know if you had these, but we had these things called block mothers, where there was uh, they would have a little sign on their house. Every block had a mother who was a block mother, who was Never a safe person you could go to. This was in Kansas. And she, this block mother comes running out. She's a nurse, and she gives him some smelling salts or something, and my brother comes to and we go to the hospital. <laughs> That's the old days. Yeah. He, how old was he? Jesus, I don't know. Ten, something like yeah, that? Yeah, seven, maybe. You nine, know what's great for seven-year-olds? Seven. Smelling salts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was her. Like he was in a fight, and she's like, you know what? Let's... And let's okay yeah. get him up. Yeah, exactly. It was probably homemade too. And she had smelling. She probably, salt. Yeah, maybe it was just like a bottle of witch hazel or something. Yeah, yeah. some ammonia. I love the block mother. So okay, let's go back. So you grew up in Kansas. Kansas How yeah. many siblings? Uh, one, my brother, just you two. younger, uh, two years younger. Okay. Uh, and we were completely insane. I mean, we both arrested during our uh, high school years. Uh, he rolled his Mustang. At 16, rolled it off the highway, uh, and they found him, a 26-year-old woman, and an empty bottle of Jack Daniels in his car. He's a, Honestly, he needs to be on this show. Out of his mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we did and all kinds of things. It. Yeah. That's the that's the crazy thing. Yes. I mean, No, no seatbelt launched. Of course not. Who wore seatbelts? What 16-year-old has a Mustang? He, but, you know, my dad was into us buying our own car, and we had to do it ourselves, and he, we got a At loan. At 16, he yeah. had saved enough money to buy a... Well, he got a car loan, and he, he had Who put money in. a 16-year-old kid enough money for a Mustang? Well, my dad co-signed the loan, okay. but we had to pay it all. We had to pay for everything, gas, repair, but it was very important to him to show us how to do that. Did your brother have a job? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we worked like fast food places. I, I worked. At, I worked at McDonald's. You did? But I didn't make enough to pay for a, like, a car payment. Well, I don't if you remember. worked, you, we had to work like four or five nights a week, you know? What, I what was, about school? Fuck, he didn't give a shit about school. <laughs> He's like, I don't care if you kids learn a thing, but you are going to work your ass off. He wanted us to have a checking account, buy a car, pay it all off. Uh, yeah, it was a that. nightmare. I had to work my butt off. I worked at this place called Delights, uh-huh. which is a uh, fast food place that was in Kansas City. Was always the place that tested out new franchises. That makes so, sense. like, like the McRib uh-huh. tested in Kansas City. They would do a lot so of. So we can blame you. Yes, that the McRib is still a the thing. McRib is fantastic. There's no actual rib to right, it. Right? No, it's, it's just molded. Pressed. It's molded yeah. into a rib shape. Yeah, you don't need a real rib. What, what is molded? 
That's the, the, the question. The, 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 oh, yeah. the spam or whatever, whatever. it is. Whatever. Bone yeah, marrow. That, the question Intros. is, what is that, what is that stuff? You know, it's eyeballs and it's whatever's in a hot dog. <laughs> I've never eaten a McRib. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. It's the sauce. You could put that sauce on excrement and it would be delicious. I haven't eaten a McDonald's since I was 17 because I worked there. Right. For one year, I ate there every day. I ate a million burgers, and then I never ate there again. Everyone in America should work at a restaurant. Should Absolutely. have to work at I a restaurant. I couldn't agree more. It should yeah. be like, like armed services. Like you have to. You, you have, have to. It wait would be tables. A, it'd be a different to learn. Yeah. humility. I worked at this one restaurant where I was a cook, and here's what I say to people: Don't send your food back, oh, and don't be a dick. No. You will be eating spit. Of course. Or something else. And there was this guy named, I worked hot side, so I was like saute, grill, that kind of stuff. The guy next to me was cold side, sandwiches, salads. His name was Popeye. And he talked like this. That's why, you know, it's Popeye. (laughs) He, if somebody sent their salad back, he would take off his pants and put his balls and penis in it. He would dirty dick it. Yeah. And then then people look at me like, oh, no, they don't do that. And yes, they do. It has a name. It's a dirty, dirty dick. dick. You dirty yeah, dick. he dirty dicked it. If you sometimes you can stir coffee. You can yeah. do anything. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, it's just a little. Hello. I would advise against stirring coffee. With your penis? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that, that just that sounds is, like a bad... That sounds it's like... Iced. Oh, it's no, like scalding hot. <laughs> Maybe worse than riding the handlebars of his it's bicycle. It's a dirty dicking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, you're in Kansas City. You're... Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about your parents. Tell me about your, your dad. And well, your, my dad was a very unique man. Uh, he... I mean, I grew up... I knew that he, that, that he had had an operation when he was younger... Um, if you, if you had met my dad, you would have liked him. He was very, um, uh, very, really social, wanted to be around, loved being around people, loved having beers and talking. Mm -hmm. But after talking to him for a few minutes, you'd realize there was something kind of off about him. Like there was something sort of like, um, he seemed kind of like a absent-minded professor or, uh, he, he just wasn't quite right. And I... I didn't really know this growing up until I became, I got, after I got sober, uh, when in my early thirties and I started getting into therapy, mm-hmm. I started to re- and, and I was living with my now wife, Jennifer, and she was like, you know, there's something wrong with your dad. And I'm like, well, yeah, he's like a weird eccentric guy. And she's like, no, no there's, there's something, there's something wrong. wrong with him. And so I sat down with my mom. They were divorced by this time. And I sat down with my mom and I said, what is the story of dad? And she had never fully told us. But mm-hmm. when he was a kid, he fell off a roof and hurt, hurt himself and got an infection in his ear. And, tw- you know, whatever. They were broke. They were poor. They, you know, Kansas, outside of Wichita. When he turned 20... He started having these weird headaches and seizures. They took him to the hospital. Immediately, they took him to the Mayo Clinic, and they found that he had an abscess the size of a baseball in the right side of his his brain. Mm-hmm. And and back then, you know, they didn't drain it or anything. They went in. You know, they sawed open your skull, went in, took it out, put it back. And after that, he was – I knew none of this right. growing up. After that, he w- he had amnesia for a while, didn't know who he was. 
and kind of had to put his brain halves back together, you know? It's such a trip. And my theory is is that my mom was sort of dating him. It wasn't serious, serious. Was she dating him when the accident happened? Before, yes. And my theory is is that she kind of got guilted into marrying him. Uh You know what I mean? Because he had pinned her, and she was sort of like, it's like... You know, you can't divorce your wife if she was to get paralyzed. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You You'd be a douche. You die at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. just... So it's, anyway, it's the Florence Nightingale effect exactly. a lot of times, too, where they feel... Um, Obliged. Like I have a couple of friends who are, are in wheelchairs. They're paralyzed, and they're always like, man, women are all over me. <laughs> and it's it's true because they. I think they also know he's not going anywhere. Right. Like, he can't... I can just get the chair, and he can't leave me. Yeah, I'm in charge. I I'm have the charge, power. But I feel like there is a, there's a motherly instinct in a lot of women that they are attracted to guys like that to maybe help them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so my dad just grew up... I grew up with a father who was... Great guy, you know, understood, very good with, you know, the right side. It was on the left side. So what's, which one's which? So he terrible at social being, being, um, love emotions, never said, I love you. Couldn't really. Well, that's my father too. And he didn't smash his head at all. Yeah. I think that's maybe that generation as well. Well, that's the Just think what would have happened if he did. He probably would have been the most loving, (laughs) giving. It would have been weird. Like we met, we were just, I always say I knew love through a firm handshake. Because that was as close as we got. Even towards the end, I went to hug my dad before he passed and stuff and he was he was uncomfortable with it mm-hmm. and I was like I love you dad and he was like yeah, don't, um, yeah, good don't to see you too yeah you're really? already well, you're uh, like, an actor you're my father what is wrong with you? I know but that's that was the generation yeah I so th- that's the, also the weird thing is how much of it was him and how much of it was uh, yeah. the the thing but it it was real so I, did I, he have a lot of friends was or was he just socially inept he no he he was able to interface with people but not get past a certain wall yeah. you know there he, there was no authenticity to him and i i remember like he tripped out over certain it was like he was like spock trying to figure out what emotions really were that's so interesting yeah but he was you know he cared about people he had the c- capacity to and he was just super eccentric. He like had, he carried around computer cards, like key punch cards mm-hmm. in his pocket so that he could write notes on them and had all, you know, the whole pocket protector thing with the pens. He was like a nerd's nerd. What did he do for a living? Computers. And that was back in the day, like yeah, he was, pre, pre-computers. It yeah. was uh, the imitation game. <laughs> they he, punch he, cards and crazy exactly. stuff. Exactly. I, I, I grew up with uh, – he, he ran the computers for the uh, Center High School District in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, it was like one of those things where – they wore white jackets, and it was in like a huge air conditioned room. You can hear the machine in the back. Where's Dad? He's in the clean room. Yeah, he was a nerd, but he was ahead of his time because now nerds rule the world. But in that time, jocks ruled the world. Yeah, yeah, nerds he, were just biding yeah, their time. He, that's right. And but he taught me how to program, you know, code a little bit. He taught me tons are of you things. A, are you a good computer guy? I'm I'm not afraid of him, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that you know, I have that. My yeah. brother, you know, really has it. I mean, I you know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could, I could write enough, I could write enough basic to have a computer add two numbers together. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. all right. Input X, input Y. They call it they have calculators, but whatever. You'll yeah. Do exactly. That if you have to. Exactly. Uh, what was, so he was, well, how was your mom? Was, did your mom kind of rule the house? Yeah, my mom did everything. She was a social worker. She worked for, my dad actually built a computer company called Computer Operating Systems. 
that did okay back in the day. Uh, so he 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 created this company COS, which did okay, but he ended up selling it to a, a huge company that, among other things, owned <clears throat> Diamond Lumber. So all those diamond wooden matches that yeah. you use, Diamond, and apparently it's a huge lumber company. I'm sure it is. Yeah, if I know the name. Diamond so lumber. the stock shot through the roof, and suddenly, for the first time in our lives, we were rich. How old were you then? Uh, like 12, maybe? 11? So were you, were you uh, not... Poor, but were you lower? We were pretty poor. I mean, not, not, you know, no, we weren't, we were able to pay our bills, but that was it. You didn't go to school with no shoes on. No, but, you know, I I didn't get braces or anything like that. You know, I, we, we had just enough to get by. Camp. I was like, I want to go to camp. My father, we don't have any money for camp. (laughs) Are you crazy? What are you, a lunatic? (laughs) So did you, I mean, you went to Rich. We went to Rich, but it only lasted two years. Those are two great years. Yes. My dad bought a Mercedes. Couldn't spend it fast enough. My it was mom, like he was in the NBA. Yes. Bye bye. Bye bye. And we pay, the house was gonna be paid off. It, they hadn't done it yet. We we were gonna have college uh, tuition. What we didn't know was that my dad had started another company <laughs> called EDP, Electronic Data Personnel. Yeah. This was during the recession when you couldn't get a bank loan, and he had some big deal with Olivetti, but he couldn't get the money to buy the computers, import them, and then sell them. So what he decided to do was not pay any payroll taxes until and use that money. Government loves when you do yeah. that, by the way. They, they're okay with taxes. They don't care about paying those. They went bankrupt. The sheriff came and took the Mercedes away while my brother and I were playing basketball. What a crazy childhood, dude. They took everything. Everything. You were like in the middle of high school at that point. Yeah, middle school. Did he he go to jail? He did not go to jail, but uh, which was, he was lucky. It was a possibility, Uh, really. Yeah, it was. And it was all tax... Uh, yeah, tax, fraud. tax evasion, tax yeah. evasion, mm-hmm. and uh, he. But we, everything we lost, everything, and so my mom uh, had to work two jobs. That's when he got the job for Center High School, and my mom started working. She was a social worker by day, and then typed every night for a lawyer for lawyers oh by night. God. And did you lose the house? Did you go have to she, rent? My mother single handedly saved the house, right. which you know, in retrospect, I'm like they should have let it go. But they did it for us. But yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. she had to work her to the bone, you know, just to keep that house. It was, and I don't know. Anyway, so it's crazy then, what we grow up with because it's funny too. Did, were you aware of everything that was happening, or did you just come home and go, "Where's the, where's the stuff, Dad?" Well, I didn't know the details that my father. I knew that it was because of his company, but I didn't know that he had committed fraud. I knew that my mother. Was they they weren't sleeping in the same? I know. Well, it was so dark. It's just so nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. Mean your dad. But it's so funny because now I'm on the other side of it, and every day, like we were talking about, you know, finding work. We're always talking about, and we're basically going through the exact. Can you imagine that the when you went to bed at night and your dad just sat at the kitchen table and it was like pondering to himself like holy shit what is happening here i got two kids his dad might have not thought that far ahead he ever went there i don't think that ever happened he always had this i don't know if it's ego or if it was just missing brain cells who knows but he had this idea that everything was going to work out which drove my mother crazy because he never like 
acknowledged that he had fucked everything. Is it perpetual is it, optimism or, or brain damage? I will tell you, the people who, who seem to be the most brain damaged seem to be the happiest. Right. Which kind of leads me to believe that sometimes we get in our own way of happiness yes. because we're too smart. Is that, sure. is that why you dinged yourself on the head? Yeah, trying to desperately. Get, trying to get happy? I just hit myself in the head with a hammer. Desperately. <laughs> that, that's why I to... did blow through the 90s. I was trying to just slow it down. <laughs> Let's slow I love that you're trying to slow thinking. it down with blow. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're speeded up, but your your brain cells are going was away. Was he? Was he? A, do you remember him as a great dad, or the whole time were you like, my dad's a lunatic? Well, both. Isn't it, it was weird because like that's the only thing. dad you knew, right? I mean, he was an amazing guy on like the idea of me buying my own car and and learning how to deal with money. I mean, he was an account accountant too. He, like he. I think he majored in math. How could he co-sign a loan after his bankruptcies? Or at that point, they're like, you're fine. This was after, and I don't know how it was. Because the, I don't know if we Do you wonder filed... if there was just shady stuff going on behind the scenes? Probably. That you <laughs> I, yeah, mean, I got you a loan. Don't worry about it. You he got knew the how to work it somehow. He just was tenacious in that yeah. way. So get this. This is the best part of the story. When I go to, I go to college uh, at uh, Northwestern, Northwestern, Chicago, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, my brother, two years younger... My junior year, they, my dad and my mom drive up and drop him off at Wichita State University. They come back, and on the way back, my mom says, hey, can you drop me off with – I'm hanging out with some friends. He drops her off. He drives home. He goes home. All of her stuff is gone. I thought come to mind. <laughs> All of her stuff is gone, and she calls him and says, look, it's over. I'm done. She, did, she stayed for the kids. She stayed for the kids. That's amazing. Like amazing. Not, she couldn't give it a week. No. She's like literally, boom. Today is I the am day. out. You know, you... part of me kind of applauds that. I know. My mom was. But I mean, she didn't give him any forewarning. No. Because she knew it wouldn't matter. And he matter. couldn't take care of himself. He must he have just could. sat in that house and been like, what just but happened? He, but get, he had a job sure. with this school, a good school job now. So he's got, he had his social security coming. She knew. And, and she gave him the house. Yeah. So I she said, I don't care. I don't have the two kids anymore. Yeah, I, you are intolerable. And and he was. He was. He was just oblivious because he was missing half his brain. Yeah. <laughs> I sometimes wonder, like, I... I that'll do it, by yeah, the way. Yeah, that'll do yeah. it. We've talked about it before on this, but my, my mom was the same. I, I never knew my dad as a young guy. He, he was 43 when I was born. And mm. then later in life, my mom told me stories about him where they were... She's like, oh, yeah, we almost divorced, like, three different times. We had to go drag... I had two babies. I had to drag him out of the bar. He lost his license for a year. I was like, I never met that guy. <laughs> I don't even know that guy. And he should have told me. Yeah. Because I'm the same. I got into crazy drinking problems yeah. in college and after because I'm, our family's not great with alcohol. Yeah, you're wired that way. Yeah, it's just the way we're wired. But he never, he was like, yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Good luck out there. But I'm with my kids, I'm going to have to sit them down and go, listen, yeah. you, you were gingers. You're, it's not going to be great for you. <laughs> you need sunscreen and maybe no jello shots. That's yes. what you need to do. But on the other side of things, gingers are awesome. I mean, they you know, are, they're I mean, all, they you shouldn't just... live in Southern California. The yeah. state may come in and make me move to like Seattle. <laughs> These kids, they're at the park now. We have to hose them down with sunscreen <laughs> before we go out. Uh, they're gonna be a, they're gonna be gorgeous. So your mom, oh my gosh! So yeah. you, she drops him off at college. Goes home, says she's already moved out. Yeah, she's ah! already moved out. And so she ends up marrying. A, she, my mother was also. This is the other crazy thing about my mom is that she was this social activist. Mm-hmm. Now this is in Kansas, man. This is like red, 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 red. red, red. And, and my my father was always like. I mean, he voted for Reagan. He was. 
I guess he was kind of a, I don't know, maybe, um, I guess he was a Republican. I don't know. Who knows what the fuck he was. But my mother was this radical socialist. Wow. I mean, there is a picture of from the Kansas City Times of my mother uh, marching with the Black Panthers in Kansas City carrying my my infant brother. Dude, how this is your next show. I know. It should go back in time to Isn't that Isn't it era. great? It's, it's really it's an amazing dis- story. But they, you know, had he not fallen, they probably would have never gotten married. You're I right. She, I, that's my theory. You, she got kind of... She was pushed like, oh, into I it. feel bad what could she for him. Do? Yeah. Is she still around? Or was she? No, they they both died nine months from each other. My dad said, "Here's how I want to die: in my sleep, by myself, uh, and nobody. And the person who finds me is not a family member." And that's exactly what happened. He got ex- And this is the way my dad was. He was the kind of guy who could walk out on a battlefield and the bullets would never hit him. You know, he was just he was Teflon. That's crazy. But my mother, yeah. So my mother married another activist guy, this guy, Lynn. Uh They were happily married. uh, And my dad never remarried. He He sold the house and moved into this. He goes, I got this apartment on the penthouse in the plaza, which is kind of the place to live in sure. Kansas City. I was like, whoa. He, like, he did own a Mercedes. He, and, he, but, he might have been crazy, but, but he, knew what he, liked. I know, but he knew what he liked. He, knew, yeah, he, he liked did. good things. He liked being good. So I go to visit it. Yes, it's ostensibly a penthouse. I mean, it's on the roof. It was an old, it was like as big as this room, right. the entire apartment. Sure. It was an old, um, it was built to house the air conditioning unit for this high rise. It was a pigeon coop for a couple of years. It was. Uh, it was seriously. It was a jail cell. It was just a shed on a on the roof. It of was the, the most bizarre thing. The, I'm living in the penthouse, sir. It was the most bizarre thing, and That's he died really there crazy. by himself. That's and crazy. How was he? How old was he when he passed? Seventy three. Seventy three. And then my mother died nine months later. Uh, Which is it, young. She was seventy three yeah, as well. Yeah, that's both really of them, young. Uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was. It was. Uh, yeah, for him, I. I mean, honestly, I look back on it. And I'm like, he died the way he wanted to. Sure. My mom, she got gypped. She was in a good, a good, you know, marriage. That poor woman. She had the worst luck ever. I mean, to be saddled with him. <sighs> Isn't it weird? Back in that generation, you would meet someone in high school. And that would be it. Yeah, that was your that was the person you were going to spend. And if the he was rest a guy who life. lost half his yeah. brain, you were stuck with it. And him. you don't know anything about where that person's going to end up, their aspirations, and for some reason, there was a hormonal attraction at sixteen, and then that's it, man. You're- I don't even think they had that. I think it was just they kind of just ended up together. Like, hey, like you want to go was- out Friday? Oh, I uh, smashed yeah. my head. Yeah, <laughs> they were like the la- They were both from El Dorado, Kansas. You know, went to went to elementary school together. How did you get? If she's an activist and he was an accountant guy, a computer guy, how did you? Where, where did the acting stuff come from? And why Northwestern? Uh, Northwestern. You knew what you obviously because it's a great school. So obviously, you knew in high school what you were doing and where you not wanted to really, go. I, no, I, I would love to say yes to that, but it was actually no. I I didn't know you. I mean, to be in drama, to make a living in drama, that yeah, was like too. no, nobody did Hooks that. In New Hampshire. I remember yeah. kids doing plays in Manchester, and I'd be like, I never thought it, even when I would watch movies, I never thought that was a job. Right. Ever. And now that we have it, we know it's not it's a job. It's not a job, Andy. <laughs> Is anybody hiring? There are no jobs. There are no jobs. So I went to North, I, I wanted to be a teacher, uh, and I, and my, my, a, a teacher of mine, 
uh, who's a speech teacher, at, told me to apply to Northwestern. I didn't know anything about it. She, my high school teacher said, you know, apply to this school. So, so I you did. had good grades. I had good yeah, grades. Yeah, Northwestern's a great yeah. school, yeah. And I got in. It was the only school I applied for. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> I got in not knowing anything and then getting away from my family and being in Chicago. I it changed my whole it, it life. changed your life. Yeah. I was the same. I went to Boston University. Yeah. And I got school. there and I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. How did you pay for school? Lo- uh, uh, loans and grants. Loans and grants. Yeah, I paid you're it still, all still... myself. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I paid it off after I got this gig called Jesse, which was a show on After Friends. That was the big, that was huge. It was Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate. It was and you between her friends, younger brother. And, and I didn't, and, and I had, I was mute. I didn't have to memorize any lines. Oh, the best job I made $16,000 a week. <laughs> you actually played a mute? A mute. I mean, that was the gig? That was the gig. Jesse, it was, remember Christine Applegate, it was the big pairing that they had to go with friends. And Frasier. It was on in between That's them. right. It was like, yeah, I don't remember the show, Christine but that's Applegate's an amazing the gig. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Her timing's stupid. Oh, good. there were so many times when I saw them give her a, a monologue, like, you know, you know, late afternoon before tape day. Boom. She would just look at it and nail it. Yeah. I could never She's do that. so good. That's man. when I knew I could never do a sit So you, um, <laughs> I was like, I can't How did that. you, where There's does it? There's lines. There's lines. Was you that have your to remember first them job? and everything. No, I did. I I did friends before that. that was fr- okay. Uh, so you were doing some guest star stuff yeah. and all of a sudden you went into audition for the mute. Yeah. I did. I did some, I did some stuff with Noah Baumbach. Uh, I did, t- um, Kicking and Screaming, mm-hmm. a movie he did, Mr. Jealousy. So I'd started to do little things. And started so you had like, moved out here after Northwestern? Yeah. Uh, well, no. I did improv in Chicago for a few years. Okay. And then that, uh, a talent scout saw us at a at a show. Second City or? Uh, no, it was a, a small, obscure Offshoot. group called Ed that was for, you know, Flavor of the Month for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this talent scout flew us out. And I got signed to ICM and Three Arts. Boom! And like, got a fifteen thousand dollar holding deal, which I put up my nose immediately. Did you, were you already? Oh, oh, I was out of control. Did you start doing that stuff in Chicago? Oh yeah, I, I guess was that was out the era. of control. Yeah. In college, were you doing it? Yes. Yeah. My. I, I mean, things started going south around my senior year. But you graduated, and I made it. I squeaked <laughs> out. I were I you doing it. it when you're? brother was on the handlebars of your bike yeah i should i should have been i should have been because i needed to be medicated <laughs> maybe by something. i think i think he's the one who needed the medication yeah, so well, you're the you're you're speed the plow you're doing a bunch of blow you're living yeah, just of, working on shows you don't control. even have lines to memorize I don't, i'm making sixteen thousand dollars a week to not say words not to say anything anything i just sat in my, to be a mime i just played video games in my trailer did you they even make you rehearse you're like yeah, yeah. i'll see you on shoot oh, yeah. day i had to be there nope i had to go through it all which was fine by me sure what was i gonna do nothing Cash checks and play yeah, video this games. This is great. Everybody was just like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> it was great. It was really, really good times. Those were yeah. good. Those were good times. Yeah, man. and they that were was really... one season. Or... Uh, I was on one season. It ran two seasons, but they fired the entire family after season one. They they scrambled desperately to make yeah. it work. Yeah, desperately. It was like when you'd come back and be like. Is that a new brother or something? Yeah, yeah. they were yeah. weird. They did. They yeah, weird. They, they shot the out day. a brother. They That's hired a, a brother uh, and then took him out and uh, cut in David DeLuise. Sure, why wouldn't Great they? guy. Oh, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. still hang out with him. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen him in a long time. I know. Yeah, well, he, we have dude. to have him do this show. David, oh, yeah. He's yeah. hilarious. He's got a bunch of kids. He's doing him. some stand-up, too. He's a great father. 
He's a he. Unlike us, we really need it. We need to talk. All right, we're gonna have to talk right in the episode. We'll cut to David Eloise's episode. <laughs> well, let's talk about kids then. Get to All the right. point where we have. So you're 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 going crazy. I'm going crazy. Did I you get... have kids while you were still going crazy? No, I got you sober, and that's when I met my wife. I known her when I was using, uh, and I met her after I was like two years sober, but still crazy. Uh, very. I got news for you. You're yeah, still crazy. I still am. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Just without the blow. But I was, I was just so uncomfortable. I was like in a spacesuit, you know, walking around. You know, I just was so uncomfortable. Um, but I met, met her. We, we somehow got married. And then she, we were Is like, she's never going to well? have kids. No, she's a normie. She's a normie. Is yeah, that what they're she, called? Yeah. Normies? yeah. She can so drink. Funny. I've seen her. I wish she would get drunk more, actually. She, she, she could use it. Uh, my wife's yeah she'll have a couple but then the next day is so painful because she'll have such a hangover that she's miserable such to be around. and you're like but she's so much fun after a couple of drinks so you, it's, you gotta pay the pipe she's after. never done ecstasy I'm always like honey you gotta do it once and heroin I, I recommend both once heroin's tough to do just once though. <laughs> this is lo- living with have a drug done, addict this have is you ever beautiful. done heroin oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've never it, done it. Let, and it, honestly, I'm it's probably it would, it's a good thing I've never I think maybe in like like my late seventies, early eighties, I might try it. I might be there with yeah, you. Yeah, why not? It's the best a human being can feel. And and people people think people throw their lives well, away this in because college it's or after college. After all of a sudden you got fifteen grand a week and you're like, you know what, you know what I could buy? No, heroin came in a little later when because heroin's cheap at first. Well, that's what the you problem know? with the kids nowadays yeah. is the opioids, and they, they mm-hmm. give them all the pain pills, and they say, you're off pain pills, and they go, all right, I'll just do heroin. Yeah. 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 And it's fantastic. It's <laughs> unbelievably great. All right. We need a rider here, so we, yeah. need, we need to go. The opinions expressed on our show <laughs> but, but are absolutely true. <laughs> But it'll 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 take your life Talk away. Talk about that for a second, because I'm so intrigued by that. When was the first time where you just drunk at a party and someone said, "You know, what we should do." Yes, we should was... order a pizza. No, we should do heroin. Somebody, you know, it's always somebody else who knows who's doing it and wants, you know, and people did you to snort do it? it. Yeah, we snorted it, and it was at first, you know, it was that classic thing with any new drug where you're like, "I don't feel anything," you feel anything, and then all of a sudden, this warmth just comes, starts with your toes, and just this wonderful wonderful warmth just comes up and then it it hits your throat and you start talking like this you know you got that heroin jazz mcconaughey yeah (laughs) yeah nice miles davis miles davis yeah exactly is that where he got the voice yeah man yeah because that's all you need to do and then it just comes into your head and you are at total utter peace people think People throw their lives away on heroin because it's the addiction and, and what it takes. No, they throw their lives away because it's worth it. That's the thing. That's what everyone, everyone has always said. It's the you heard it way. here. Oh my heroin. God, God, I want to try some. It's heroin. worth it's it. It's worth it. It's, they think it's worth throwing so, your life away because it feels that good, but you're throwing your question. life away. Here's my question. You did it once at a party. You wake up the next morning. You didn't do it again that morning. But maybe the next weekend, all of a sudden, somebody goes, you know what we should do again? Let's do yeah. some more heroin. Yeah. And all of a sudden, how does it get to now, the point I where somebody's got, shooting it up? I never, never shot, shot it, it and I never got to the point where I did a ton of it. I never was addicted to heroin. Only, only because I couldn't get it. The circle that I was in didn't do it, and I never ended up running. The circle I did was tons of booze, yeah. pharmaceuticals, That's my friends were and cocaine. Yeah. And acid. I did a lot of acid. 
But uh, if if somebody had done heroin and had it and knew where to buy it, I would have been. But we were just these white kids who couldn't, you know, I just couldn't. I was in the Navy, luckily. Like I was ROTC, Navy ROTC through college. That's how I paid for school. So I got piss tested. Yeah. And so I couldn't. Otherwise, I probably would have done a ton of shit. But you could drink, right? Yeah. Criminally. Like when I got promoted, (laughs) here's how they promote you. We all go to the officer's club. They go, hey, Kaler's promotion came through. We're all having a little shindig over at the officer's club. They would take uh, like a quart glass pitcher that they had, just fill it with as many different liquors as a joke, tequila, rum, gin, oh. no no mixers. Just to, And then they would take your bars and drop them in it. And if you were a man, you would come back up with your bars in your teeth. Oh, so chugged so it. alcohol poisoning. Basically, alcohol yeah. poisoning. I woke up in if a shower. He through on this, a floor he's going to make an amazing vomit. lieutenant. And I made it to officer's call in the morning. I was the only one of the three guys promoted who made it. The other guys couldn't get out of bed. I was covered in vomit, and I walked out to officer's call, and I like a standing ovation. They were like, he's a swinging dick, screaming legend. Look at him show up after alcohol poisoning we gave him. That's what the Navy was. It was like, can you hang and drink horrible amounts? And yeah, I mean, those were the days. And people didn't have video cameras in their phones. And so right. you would do good. I can't even imagine. What oh, I, must... I can't either. I mean, I I'm out cold. I'm unconscious, but oh. my body's wandering aimlessly around places. I've seen photographs of me that every now and then I'll run into somebody and they'll say, hey, look at this. I, I shot this of you. You know, and I know the story or, and I'm just like, oh, thank God. Is there one crazy story where you go, that's it. I got, this is the end. I I need to clean up. Well, I was arrested. I was arrested on LSD. I was driving and I had a bunch of drugs (laughs) in the car. (laughs) And I spent the night in Ventura County Jail on acid, which I don't recommend. (laughs) Bad trip, man. Bad trip. That is a bad Holy uh, Charged shit. with two felonies. How did they know? They can't test for acid. Were you an idiot and went like, I'm on acid? They can. Uh, no. They can. Or, you know, I don't even know because I was charged with possession of narcotics because of the drugs I had in the car right. and possession of narcotics with intent to sell. You, was there an accident? You just get pulled over. How much shit did you have in the car? We had a ton. It was three of us. And we had gone up. It was my friend's 30th birthday. And so we took her up into the, you know, to go hiking and we dropped acid and you know, we're filthy, covered in dirt. And you're driving back. And driving back to, no, to get more alcohol. We were just driving to the IGA. Oh. And, you know, the blinker or something. And, uh, you know. Were you convicted? Like driving. I was, no, all charges were dropped. All of them. I didn't even get a ticket. Because the cop, he was a young cop. He, he screwed up. He screwed up somehow. And my lawyer found it. And everything was dropped. Yeah. And that was like, that was, I mean. They also, yeah. were you, were you, did, they, did you blow for a DUI or were you just, oh, yeah. just acid? Oh, just, yeah. yeah I, just, oh, yeah. I was, I tested positive. Al- alcohol, marijuana. Sure. I, and I had a bunch of ec- uh, ecstasy. We Isn't were, it funny when you mix all those things? Yeah. When, when they're each designed specifically one thing and then you, we do things where we like drink. Yeah. And get stoned where like they put you in different directions. You're yes. like, just do one. I always liked going up and down at the same time. That's what so, that's what the yeah. draw is. Yeah. That's what a lot of people speed was the ball. speedball, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Cocaine. I and- loved that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> that was Belushi. And then, by the way, that's what killed Belushi. But yes. anyway. Yes, it is. Yes. So because <laughs> did you killed a lot of folks. When you got off the hook, you didn't think, wow, I'm immortal. I should continue doing acid and driving. I think it had started, looking back, it had started prior to that. You I mean, go to I, a meeting one day and was like, that's it, I got to go to a meeting. Uh, 
No, I went to a meeting because my lawyer said, you better go because you're looking at time. This was before the charges were dropped. And he was like, you're going to go to jail. You're going to go to jail for at least three years, probably. (gasps) Like, yeah. Was it because of the amount? Was it just... It was the amount and I had some prior things and, and yeah, it was over. It was over. And I was so scared that I just... Yeah, we, we wouldn't do well in prison, brother. No. 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 You may be even worse than me. I did a show for uh, Crackle called Jailbait, which was me uh, in, in jail, which uh, you would love. Yes. They, they've pulled it because it's pretty dark. It was. It's kind of like... I love when it's like, yeah, it's jail. It's supposed to be dark, man. Right. Bad. Bad things happen. But it was really funny. Anyway. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, it, but yeah, that was kind of uh, for some whatever reason that led to me kind of I had kind of a I don't know like a wake up a moment of clarity. It's so you hard call it. I think for people too because you're working like you're doing yes. well. There's money coming in. Yes, like uh, you know worked we worked on Friends. Yeah, we've known people with drug addiction. We're making our living as artists, yeah. which and is unheard a of. Dollars a week, and it's the easiest job on earth when yes. you get to that point. You're just yeah. saying some lines and you're being yeah. yourself, and it's hard not to go. Well, I'm going to go party tonight. Yeah, because I and you get. Because you can. Yeah. It works out easily, and then all of a sudden, one day it doesn't. No. And you're like, oh, this is going tragically yeah. south. Things had gone been going south for quite a while yeah. at that point. You know, I this was I was already the guy who was drinking alone, and a lot of <clears throat> friends were like, I don't want to hang Which out with funny, you anymore. funny, because it seems so romantic when George Thorogood sings it. <laughs> but it's actually not as appealing as you would think, no, Andy. it's not great. Yeah. So you clean up. Clean up. You get married. Get married. Now two kids now. Two kids. Like, yeah. Like, quick. Bang, no, bang, bang, we were the couple who was never going to have kids, ever, ever, ever. My wife was the l- spokesman for that group of never having kids. Was and then, it an accident or did you finally plan it? One day she woke up. I, I want to have a kid right now. Like she just, it just. It's what happens. It freaked yeah. me out. It's the eggs talking. We pulled the goalie and then that was it. And right away. Boom. Bang, bang, bang. Both times. Both times. Yeah, Both times. Best phrase I've ever heard. Yeah, I feel, pull the goalie. I pull the goalie. Yeah. I feel bad for Open people net. who have to try so so hard because is, we were first try both times, right. dude. That's funny. Boom. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Which scared the hell out of me. You're, you have a strong seed. I, do, I guess so. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. So then you, you have kids, and your, your children are now 11 and 9? 11 and 8. 8, 11 yeah. and 8. Uh, daughter just turned 11. Her name is Jules, J-U-L-E-S. My son is 8, mm-hmm. who is complete. He's an athlete, which is Jennifer and I, I mean, obviously, are not. You are. You um, seem to be an athlete to me. Somewhat, but some, yeah, I watch, I'm, I would never get, I'm not going in the NFL. <laughs> yes, but you played sports I played some up. sports growing See, up. See, I didn't at all. I was a total nerd. And as we've established, not much of a bike rider. Yeah, terrible bike rider. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible bike rider. My son is this, he started when he was three, maybe, of just climbing higher and jumping further than any of the yeah. other kids. And my wife and I were like, what is this? And he he loved climbing stairs and railings and jumping off them. And some kid on a skateboard, I remember when it happened, rode by and goes, oh, your kid's into parkour. And I had heard of parkour, but sure. I didn't know what it really was. And we Googled it and looked at some YouTube, and my son exploded. And now he will do a back, a standing backflip off of an eight-foot wall onto concrete. As I mean, you encourage him. No, how no. Many, how many God, trips no. in the emergency room? Have None. You made? 
None. He broke his elbow once oh, that's when a-, a kid pushed him off of a couch when he was like two. That's funny. He ne- he doesn't even get scratches. Parkour is the, uh, it's like the James Bond. It's the quantum of solace where he's chasing the guy and he does, yeah. that's, that's crazy. My son is like a phenom. It's it's insane. He does running front flips off the deck. He, Isn't it weird how you think your kids are going to come out a certain way? <laughs> And they just don't, man. They just no, don't. And no. so it's so funny. I see people and they try to guide their kids. My kid's going to do this. No, no. Your kid's not going to do that. Your yeah, kid's going to do exactly what they want to do. That's my best parenting thing is is love them and get out of the way. That's, you know, that's the biggest. Yeah, that's a good What's your one. daughter's story? She is a, a rock star. She is, I mean, both of my kids are unbelievable. They really, truly are. And She's she, a singer? No, she's just. Oh, she's a rock star. No, she's. I just mean rock Perhaps star. Perhaps you've heard of her, Taylor Swift. <laughs> you know Taylor Swift. She's. She is my wife. She's gorgeous. She's my wife. She's super bright. Remembers every and nothing. Misses nothing. And unlike me, has in this depth inside her. Like I'm fairly shallow, I, as you can I, see. I am too. I'm he, too. She has a real solid depth to her. An inner. There's an inner. Thing going on with her that nobody else knows about. I'm always amazed when people can sit at like and have conversations and have just depth and and I'm always like, my wife will drag me to some party and I'm like, I can't do it, Kate. I can't. I can't sit and hear somebody else's life story again. I don't. Get, I couldn't do it. Or when people say, oh, "Yeah, I've been thinking about something," I'm like, "You think about stuff? <laughs> like, I, I maybe it's the addict in me, but I just look for ways to check out. I mean, if I have a free time, I just want to play a video game. Oh, or dude, read I, something. I, I, I watch I, TV, and my wife will be like, "Seriously, you watching Goodfellas again?" I go, "Kate, it's this is how I shut my brain off." Yeah, I don't want to think. No, <laughs> Kate. This is how we stay married. <laughs> this is how we stay married. She's like, why do, you, "Why do you watch so much TV?" And then every time I turn around, she's on her iPad looking at dresses, right. On like guilt.com yeah, no or something. Kidding. She's oh. like, "Oh, what do you think of this one?" I don't care is what I think about that. that. Guilt.com has ruined my life. I that, don't know what that, that is. Oh. What is it? it? Says all kinds of shopping. Oh. We went to this that trip. We Pine went down stuff. to Costa Rica. My wife brought. I'm not kidding. She brought like nine. We're only there for four days. She brought nine bathing suits. Yeah. I was like, are you, what do you, what do you, I have like one pair of shorts that I, I've been wearing for the last 12 years. I have, my, my bathing suit is also my workout shorts. <laughs> you know what that inner panty line is? I know exactly. What, I, those I can get wet. I, yeah, I hate it. And I, every time I'm working out, and I work out every day, just, I mean, you know, yeah. not really, just no, to just, keep myself yeah, alive. Sure. But every day I'm like, why am I using these shorts? I need workout shorts. And I never get around to getting them. We were in the backyard and the kids wanted to go swimming or something. And they just strip and go naked. And so I was like, I just went down to my underwear. And I went swimming yeah. in my underwear. And my, I was like, you're swimming in your underpants. I go, who cares? Yeah. It's my backyard. Nobody, nobody no. cares. But she's yeah. like nine bathing suits. She's, it's all about the show. Do your kids see you naked? Uh, well, it's an f- interesting story. No. No, Never. Well, they when they were babies, we used to bathe together. Right. The kids, I would bring the two little girls in, and we'd sit in the tub together. And then one day, my little and I would kind of, you know, because otherwise Be, it's just yeah. too. It's I would too, have like a, uh, a dish towel or not a dish yeah. towel, like a hand towel over it. Well, over you, everyone it. knows how you, well you're hung too. They in call the, you tennis ball. Kind tennis of. ball. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's not my pe- my penis is tiny, but my my balls are huge. They're both the size oh of grapefruits. God. And it's like a little cocktail wiener Tell us with more, Jamie. giant grapefruits. No, it's not funny. So I, my daughter, at one point, I'm kind of being sly, but she keeps, she's intrigued. Yeah, of course. What's happening over there? And what then at one that? point she goes, uh, Daddy, why do you have a tail? 
and, then, and that's it. My okay, wife was you're like, done. hey, bath time's Boom. over. That's it. Yeah. Do, uh-huh. You guys have a, well, we, I only have two girls. What's the See, nudist, nudity y- policy y- with? That's right. And my dad, of course, never, ever explained anything Nothing. to me. Nothing. He never explained how to shave. He never. My dad didn't either. That yeah. was, I tell people that and they go, we had no sex talk. We had None. no. And um, we are super hippy dippy. And my yeah. wife just wrote a book about progressive parenting. Okay, it's called really? Parents Speak. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It's doing well, and it's out there, dude. It's like, you know, it, it, she's so wide open. It's ridiculous. So, yeah. so there's not a lot of parading of nudity, but at the same time, there's no hiding of nudity. So my my wife or my daughter will occasionally see me naked, and it's nothing. Do you to her. turn your Back, like my, I, yeah, like I'm, I don't like I'm getting it. dressed sometimes, and my little daughter will come in, and uh, I will just she goes she'll see my butt, yeah, and I'll turn my junk and put my stuff on. But it's so funny because she's the first to go. I need a little privacy, even at right. three. She's like, right. I need a little privacy, and then I'll say it, and she goes, No. Well, now I have a tween. You know, now yeah. it's on. Has, she's turning. She's starting she's, to get breasts. She's twelve. Yeah, eleven. Did, is she? Did she start her? Uh, it's so funny. We, I can't even say words. Did she start her uh, period yet? No, no. No, not yet. Not yet. We're all It's coming, waiting. though. Yeah, the countdown's on. But she's so... Does she know it's coming and know what it is? Oh, yeah. My wife is like everything I never had. My wife, t- they all know everything. They do. They know everything. Do you call, like, even with the three and a half, sometimes she'll go, she'll call her front her bum. Because we don't use the word vagina. But everyone has said you're supposed to use the words. Yes. Vagina. Yes, but yes. to me, that's just, I can't, yeah. the word is so It's so hard disgusting. to say. Yeah. Penis and vagina. But I will tell you this. You have two girls. Mm. I had a girl and a boy. Changing the diaper, getting the poo out of a vagina is so much easier than with the balls and the penis. You got it. There's so much surface area. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Because you just spread the lips and wipe it out. Yeah. But, with- you know, Jamie, you haven't asked me in a long time why I don't have children. <laughs> this, is this the reason right this here? Is, this is in the category of Oh, dude. Out. There's so many heart, more important reasons not to have kids than that. The poo is the, like, she, so down on the my list. My daughter is just kind of potty training now. Oh, and, uh, congratulations. She loves going outside for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like if we're in the house, like we, she puts a night diaper on at night, yeah. like a pull up. Yeah. And she'll honestly sometimes wait for that yeah. and then poop immediately. I'm like, yeah. she goes, oh, I just pooped. I go, yeah. I just put that on you. Yeah. She goes, and I go, you're still awake. You can take it off. Yeah. You're three and a half and Why? go poop in the potty. You're going to do it. So she pooped out by the pool. Nice. Did we tell this crazy This It was only a couple weeks ago. I don't think oh, we have. Oh, no, to. I would remember this. She yeah. pooped by the pool and they had diarrhea, horrible diarrhea. And so, of oh. course, she goes in the potty that I got to clean. Yeah. So she goes, I got to go. I go, go in the house. Go in the yeah. house. But it's too late. She goes yeah. and it's just a puddle. It's in And the... it's streamed over the side because they know. No, it's, it not, it's deep enough. Luckily. She got it in. No, it's all in. She pooped in the, in the potty and she peed. So it's just, a, it's like a soupy oh, mess it's horrible oh, and then she uh, I go I take her in the house to clean her up and I go out to clean out the stupid potty which is disgusting and I get out there and the potty is empty uh oh the dog the dog ate it yeah there you go hey what's for lunch today <laughs> Diarrhea. I was Speaking like, and my of, wife goes, by the way, my wife, you can't tell my wife I told that because my wife was like, don't ever tell anyone that story. That everybody's kid is eating, everybody's dog is eating. You know, eating we release kid. these on the internet. And also, I would like <laughs> to, if anyone wants a dog, I'm giving that dog away because he, I took a hose and I sprayed his face so bad because I didn't know how to get it out of his no, mouth. No, there's no getting it out. It's, he's, so now he lives in that, he lives in the yard. Oh. 
My son, when he was circumcised, we're Jewish, so he was circumcised at our house mm-hmm. by a moil with this barbaric thing. I've been to thing. one. Okay. So he cuts it off. Mm-hmm. The, 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 then there's a party after. There's like a party. Everybody's hanging out having bagels. Jews. <laughs> yeah. They're fun parties. I've been to them. And they are actually They're a good, good party. Food. Really good <laughs> food and fun good. parties, yeah. The Moyle comes up to me with a bloody thing of gauze and hands me the foreskin. Because mm-hmm. if you're Orthodox, you're supposed to be buried with it. Of course, we're not. And I, I'm just like... I, I, I look at you're so supposed I, to be buried. I didn't yeah. know that. That's why they you give can't it to you. Have, you can't have tattoos. You can't. No, have I know missing. about the tattoos. Yeah, Everything's got to go in once. But like I even didn't if know you have stuff. The... Yeah. Well, like you know, with the the suicide bombs in Israel, there's a special group, a company that comes out and finds every little piece so they can all be buried. So you can be buried together. It's like a you know they're heavy. It's orthodox. It's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> I take the gauze. I put it on a shelf. I'm going over, I'm talking to somebody, and I look over right as the dog just, oh, yeah. And the dog and my eyes meet across the room. The dog looks at me as it's like licking its chops, and I'm just like, wow. That is the wow, greatest. Yeah. That's even better than the diarrhea story. That's pretty amazing. Isn't that amazing? Well, I think they're kind of on the same Yeah, level. you're right. Yeah. Pretty... So now your son can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah, he's screwed. He's Unless, not... You know what? Unless you bury the dog with him. Yeah, well, the poo, because he's already, I got to find, it's every poo yeah, he's ever taken. bury the dog with really? him. Really? Like, in the, do like the old Egyptians where they go, uh, well, dog. hopefully the dog won't be around by then. But... You're right, because he metabolized he probably. Metabolized Yes. a lot of that foreskin into his into his body perfect yeah right because it's all nutrients in the for it's yeah. all it's all carbon. so when the dog dies i just freeze him and then when my son when i die I say hey the, this the is carcass for you in the when freezer. you go yeah. this is going with you God, and then they're you. just in the coffin he's uh-huh. got he's holding the dog he would love that well, this, actually this whole he, episode he went awry yeah. <laughs> um so talk about being a dad do you so obviously Here's what I love about you. You're the same as me. Like, I've told all my horrible stories on stage. And so, <laughs> you know, my sister went to Woodstock and was as crazy as all of us were, but she won't tell her kids. Really? And she's like, they, you know, they like won't share. But I'm with my kids going, all right, here's what I did. Here's how mm-hmm. I almost got killed. Yeah. Here's the, the night I got this messed up. Mm-hmm. I don't really hide stuff from them. Well, we know hiding stuff from them doesn't work. I mean, that we know. Because people like if you, if you're withholding anything, they we I was this way. I knew when my parents were lying to me. I knew right. when they were keeping something from me. I knew it. And then you, re- I guess you rebel to that or that. My parents spoke Yiddish when they didn't want us to know what they were talking wow. about. Did you ever learn Yiddish? No. Well, enough to sometimes bust them. But to know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, like you know, kids Yiddish. today they're learning I mean, sign language. Well, a couple no, of words. Sign yeah. language yeah. is like the new code. That's kids are using. They're learning sign language so they can talk without the teachers knowing what they're doing. That's hmm. nice. Pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. And besides, we're raising big time city kids. These Isn't kids it weird? are going to do everything. Because I'm from New Hampshire too. You're yeah. from there. Andy's from Massachusetts, and, t- and all of a sudden, my kids are growing up, and they're like Los California girls, Angeles. Yeah. Girls, we think about that a lot and how spoiled they are. Oh. I mean, every week there were. I think I went to one bouncy house in my life, and it was at a Canopy Lake Park or something like an amusement park. My kids every weekend they go to some kid's birthday party where yeah. it's like their birthday party is better than our, more than my wedding. Yes, is that what you were going to say? Yeah, oh, no, it's pretty, no, it's close. <laughs> I was going to say it's bigger than the amusement park because sometimes insane. you go on these rides and crazy my, stuff. One of my daughter's good friends from school was rode a helicopter to Coachella. 
I mean, it's insanity. That's pretty. That's pretty sick, dude. I couldn't believe it. I'm just like, we got to get out of here. Is your, is, are your kids grounded, or do you think that they're kind of like, Dad, you didn't make more money, so I, I want a helicopter, Coachella. Are they spoiled, or are they? Do they get like Warren Buffett's kids? Turned out pretty good. Yeah, I think my kids are good because of my wife. I, you know, and and I spill the beans. I tell. I, my, I'm basically my style of parenting is fold. On everything, whatever they want, <laughs> fold. Maybe say no at first, and then they say dad, and then fold. And but, but I also tell them straight. I tell them everything straight, just like you. And I and I'm beginning to see the ramifications of that. Like they come to me with problems. Like my daughter has come to me and said, "What you know? Like I'm having trouble with these. Like you know what Mean Girls are? Yeah. There's a whole Mean Girl thing." There was a mean girl thing in her school. She came to me about it. I was shocked. I was like, I'm working on the new Heathers and they're doing uh, Heathers episodes. And it's basically the three kids aren't the three like most beautiful people. They're three very eclectic people who have the biggest Instagram accounts Mm -hmm. because they wield the most power Mm -hmm. nowadays. And so it has changed. It's not the three smoking hot chicks. It's the weirdo who's got a million followers who can destroy you. Yes. Yes, they can literally take a picture yes. of you and destroy you, and it's and that's, that's really the power thing. of people you're, nowadays. No matter what you do, your kids are going to have these walking computers. No matter what, they're gonna get them. We they're don't keep get it. Access. I'm blown away when people keep them away. You're like, that's her textbook through college is an iPad, and if she doesn't know how to use it properly, then yeah, they're, they're not gonna make it. I go back and forth because they're so. I mean, it's like. It, when, as they get older, because it's going to become more of an issue because right. you're going to see them getting sucked in more and more and more. And you're like, if I don't intercede in some way, they're never coming out of their room. Right. But in a lot of ways, they've, they're already hardwired by the time they're five anyway. I don't know, man. This is why I, I fold on everything. Because what do I know? What, what, what am I, you know, I'm just trying to be as authentic as I can for them and and then hopefully if she gets pregnant she'll come to me to and we'll get her an abortion you know what i mean <laughs> I, i'm just that's all you know just please please just, they're all going to be illegal by then anyway I'm she's like, i built have a treehouse in my backyard and i'm putting a screw into it at one point i'm going this is where she's going to blow a guy <laughs> oh no Dude. you know aj came to me i was like F- what am i doing it is true though my high school girlfriends that's what we yeah we of would course. go like my, she's like my parents are gone for the weekend all right rock and roll yeah. We were at a parenting class. My wife does all these parenting classes. We were at a parenting class. I got to have. We should have brought her along. She, let me tell you, she is awesome. Uh, of course, cut, smash cut to the day you take your youngest, your son, to college. And on the way home, she's she like. She just leaves me. That's, oh, you get home and the place is empty. They, they, and you're like, baby. She goes, trust me, it's over. Yeah. And she would be doing the right thing. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't need me. But, but my, here's some heroin. Bye bye. My yeah. wife's the same. My wife oh, doesn't need. You know what? I, I always say to people, you know, in a, in, in, I'm one car accident away from total freedom. If the three of them were to die in a car accident, can you imagine? <laughs> I everybody'd feel so. Oh, John, that's terrible. Look at him over there. Nobody would blame me for you know just snorting my life away. We've talked about it before, and I have yeah. another friend who's going to come who's doing it. Who's uh, he's a he's a widower. Guy, when it's a guy, it's a widower, right? Yeah. Right. And yeah, and part, who are we talking to? Their dad was a widower, and I was like, oh, he must have got some action. Yeah. 
you of know? Of course. Because women come out of the woodwork at that point. What was that show? Um, People, let me tell you about my Courtship of Eddie's yes! Father. Yes! That's exactly yeah. the You know, I never thought that. That's yeah. the premise. Right? Didn't she he must have died? He had, Bill he, Bixby. He had dates every weekend. Every he was week. banging his way around oh California. Oh, my God. They need to remake that show. Because here's my thing. Suicide is off the table. Oh, it's gone. Once you have kids, no. suicide's off the table. I have to live as long as humanly possible. Right, because if, if you kill yourself, you've... Screwed them up for life. I mean, the, the, so now it's off the table. So yep. what? What is my fantasy? What is the? It has to be them dying. Then I just put you know you know. I'm starting to notice your dark sense of humor, by the way. It's really starting to come out. <laughs> oh, it's his sense of humor. Oh, okay, why it. do they have to die? Can't they just get lost at sea? Okay, they, that's fine. They land on a, a Four Seasons in a tropical resort, okay. and they live there. But then they could get in touch with me. Why aren't I there? Why don't you go off the grid? Why don't you get a fake ID? Because then I screw them up. No. That's off the table. What if you get lost? What if you're an explorer who's going down to the Amazon? So it wasn't me doing it? Somebody else yeah, lost yeah, it? Okay, you just that get, would be you, fine. And you get We're lost working on it. That, working would be, on. that would be acceptable. We got some story problems. But then I don't have TV. I, you know what I mean? I'm living like in a loincloth or something. I have so many <laughs> issues. The heroin's starting to come into full bloom yeah. now. I see it. <laughs> He'd be growing Dude, his own poppies. I, I love my kids. It's so funny because I we talk about growing up as an Irish Catholic with no emotion but now the kids i mean i i i openly weep i know when i hug them too. and stuff so i, I say, couldn't you know i love I couldn't you go on without them i say when was the last time i told you i love you and they say D- just you, you always do dad <laughs> Knock and, it just, off. Like and as an 11 year old girl ever. she's like go stop away stop it stop telling me you love me and i'm just like yes and you say it more that's what i of course you smother I'm like, them you don't get to stop that ever <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, she. Yeah, she's already a tween. Where she's like, do so. Not. Her therapy will start with. So there's my overbearing father. Mm-hmm. He loved me too much. Listen, I can live with that. Yeah, but it's they so are going to find ways to hate us. Of course, they, it's know? so funny. We 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 take care. It was the same way I treated my father. Like shit. Yeah. And then when he got older, I was like, I'm sorry. I was a bad. But you can't help it. I know. You're like you think. My daughter's three. She thinks she knows everything. I know. She's a pain in the ass. And Dude, you're like, you don't even know what's coming your way. I don't way. even know what's coming. The tween thing is insane. And I'll have two of them simultaneously going, so, yeah. Uh, listen, we got, dude, this was, we're flying through stuff. It's been a, I have a couple questions that I wrap this thing up with. Oh, excellent. And then I'll let you out of here. All right. What uh, are some of the traits, well, what's the, what's the main trait from you and your wife that you hope your kids don't get? From you, I think I'm I think know. Andy, the heroin I might think be on the top of the list. Heroin, where he's like, <laughs> well, I hope they don't get. I hope they don't try heroin. I think it's fear. I think it's like the deep fear. I I have this, you know, un, which you know the drug use was used for to medicate. I have this deep, deep fear, and and I just hope they don't have that. I totally understand that because yeah. I came up the same way, uh, almost an insecurity. Yes, and people are like, how can you be so insecure? You're so confident on stage, and I go, it's an act. Yeah, it's an all an act because yes. I was horribly shy as a kid, and I was really nervous around people and socially. Yeah. I'm kind of still socially inept. I'm getting yeah. better, but I drank so much because I was a social idiot. Yes, yeah. And I hope. Yeah, I hope my that kids. Is the but big I fear one. they will. I fear my kids already are starting down that. They're road. so com- my kids are so confident. They are so like in a way I never was. Some of those kids I hate too. Yeah, there's got to be, and it's a. Some people are so confident without the chops to back it. 
<laughs> like we see them on stage and he's like killed it and you're like no no, no. you didn't <laughs> so I hope they don't have I don't yeah, have that too. blind God. confidence there's no win there's no there's like sweet no spot win. what about your wife is there a is there something from your wife that you hope they don't get she gets she she can when she's at her worst she gets triggered you know like if the if there's the kids are screaming at her or whatever she'll she she can't keep her cool that's my wife that would probably she can't be. keep her cool yeah. She just can't zen in that moment. She, it's just, she, and and it's hard to. It's hard to. They're intense. They man. won't stop. And they, especially the daughter with the with the mother, which is probably what you deal with. The yeah. women, they have some connection that is deep that I'm unaware of. As dad, yeah. I'm I'm like, mommy do, mommy yeah. do. My two year old's like, yeah. mommy do, and I go, no, no, I'll do it. She goes, no, mommy do. Yeah. And then if I try to do it, she like clamps up and won't let me do it. I was like, I'll kill you, you rotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And as they get older, it gets even more insidious. I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. What are uh, traits from you and your wife that you hope your kids do get? Tolerance. That's that's the big one. I I, do, I hope they're and they, I think they're getting that. Just being tolerant of other. You seem points tolerant. Of view. Yeah, I think it's like one of the things I'm proud of. I'm open. I feel like I'm in not. the Facebook generation, tolerance is no yeah. one's ever said. You know what? You've raised some good points. I'm yeah. changing my opinion. <laughs> I've never seen that once on Facebook. It's like, can you find a place in your heart? To allow someone else to look at the world differently they than you. They cannot. And that is... Most in- of the time it's based on a single book that yeah. they follow blindly. Mm-hmm. And then they don't understand why everyone doesn't follow. And even though people follow that same book differently. Yeah. Where they... F- when yeah. I was a kid, I was like, I couldn't understand the Ireland. Where it was like, oh, it's the Catholics against the Protestants. I was like, as a kid, I was like, don't they all follow... <laughs> Aren't they Christians in Jesus Christ? And people are like, yeah, they are. Why are they fighting? Yeah. Well, they, they interpret the book in a different way. Mm-hmm. So it's odd to me that people can't fathom well, it's Monty Python. One can wear a condom and one yeah. can't. Well, I could yeah. have a child anytime I want. <laughs> Everybody has a fucking opinion. Everybody has yeah. a fucking opinion, yeah. Andy. See, there's the voice of reason. Um, what about your wife? Well, she's, let's see, what is hers? What's her greatest? I mean, you know, she is able to give unconditional love in a way that I've never seen anybody do. Like, she is able to give them just full-on accepting unconditional love no matter what they do. And I'm sure some of that's going to backfire, but I think at its core, that's what, you know, I, what I never got. Conditional love was, you know, always out there. We so. We were unconditional, but it was guided through... You know, I'm the youngest of six. They were, you know, they Irish Catholic standoff. They were just like, just don't kill yourself. Just see if you can make it home tonight. Yeah. That's the end of the day. Where's he? Where's the little one? Somebody nobody, find him. Nobody knows anymore. <laughs> um, that's so true. Unconditional. That's a that's a good one. I I think so too because yeah. I mean they're your kids. And yeah. I see people nowadays who have grudges with their parents, and you're like, yeah. dude, you got it. Don't hold grudges. It's so fleeting. Yeah, yeah. It seems like around thirty, you can make a choice. Am I going to let my parents be people? And kind of move on, move on, yeah. or am I going to hold on to this? Stuff? Talked to somebody the other day, and she was so upset. She goes, "Like my parents gave the kids all the Easter candy or something and toys," and and I go, "That sounds like a wonderful thing." And they go, "Oh, she did it deliberately because she knew I had planned to give them all these things." And they were like a huge fight. And I go, "Wow, you, there's bigger things to worry about in life." Hell That's yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, this is it. Your last question. What is a mantra that you hope your kids would go to live by? And I've heard a couple things over the last hour that kind of fit it. But something that you've lived your life by that would suit your children well. I, I mean, the thing that I work on constantly is, and 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 I'm nowhere near <laughs> conquering it, is is self obsession. You know, selfishness and self obsession. Just try to find tools that help battle that back. 
if you can. And um, I hope that they, because it, it's, a, of course, it's a part of us. We're wired to be self-preservationists sure. and we're wired to care about self. But if, when I can be other obsessed, my day is so much better. So as opposed to worrying about your own, look out, look outward. Get out not, of yourself. Yeah. Get out of yourself. Meditation has helped me a lot. A lot. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I like meditation and yoga. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I think you're right in the place that we all get so obsessed with our own day. Mm-hmm. And we don't see, I think sometimes the key is to look, you know, to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes to go, oh, that guy was a total dick. You don't know what that person's yes. going through. His wife might have passed away yesterday. Right. And and, it, and once you do that, you exhale in a way that makes yeah. your day better. better. I couldn't agree more. We so, like, actually, yeah. my... You think about all the other problems people are having, and you yeah. go, oh, actually, my, I tell my wife that. I go, listen, one day something bad's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Can we relax? The kids are yeah. healthy. We're yeah. all doing good. Yeah. Let's try to not lose our shit. <laughs> but it is over hard. Easter candy. We were, over the whole whatever. weekend, we, you know, everything, she breaks everything. It's smashing. They're up at 6 a.m. You're exhausted. It's like, and you can't, it's hard to remember. Oh, everything's actually pretty good. Yeah. And really good. You have a beautiful house. Thank you. Beautiful well, kids. Um, that's a perfect ending then. Uh, I'd, like, I'd like to thank my guest, uh, Mr. John Lair, for coming thank on you. and sharing yeah, all your wonderful this, stories. What a great... Um, you can... Uh, obviously, 10 Items or Less is still out there somewhere. Quick Draw, Hulu, still On playing. Hulu. You can watch for free at Hulu.com Hulu. or on, com. on Yahoo. Quick Draw is amazing. It's hilarious. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, Howler.tv. Howler.tv. We're always posting stuff there. And you're kind of creating content for mm-hmm. that. And what was the other one on Crackle? Uh, jailbait. 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 I'm going to watch Jailbait. The on only way you can, f- f- they've pulled it, but if you go to howler.tv, that we, there's you a, have episodes? Surreptitiously, we've posted Come find, those. oh, you know what I forgot to mention too? You're the caveman. Yes, the Geico caveman. God, we should have gone back in the caveman. Oh, I'm going to put it in the promo. Oh. I'm going to send a picture. I didn't Thank know that. Thank you, Geico. I, I'm oh, going to have to talk I for a minute. I have a good uh, picture with uh, uh, in the caveman with me and you Gary Busey. You are the caveman yeah. in all the Geico spots. Yep. It, well, there did were you know three that, of us, but I did like 25. They what was it? Was, was the, well, they were like, hey, let's get that mute guy from Jesse to play the caveman. Dude, it was an audition. It was just, uh, uh, you know, an audition. And it was like, oh, I'm playing a caveman? What the fuck? All That's right. right. And then they made a TV show. Oh, my God. They, and I was on 10 items or less, so I couldn't do it. Oh, Thank that's God. Right. You Thank got screwed. God. No. It went like four or five. Yeah, it went four or five, but they made terrible. some money. It, it was terrible. It was I love terrible. when they were like, let's make a TV show. I forgot you're the caveman. Yeah. I did a spot on the pilot. I played a weatherman on TV, That's which funny. was great. Yeah. Are you still doing them? What's the one with the golf? That, is that you? No, they've got, all gone non-union. They've all, oh, yeah, they did. Don't yeah, we were talking yeah, about it. The whole business yeah. is dead. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Um, John Lair, thank you so much for yeah. coming. Out. We're gonna, you're going to have to come back. We're going to have yeah. to have a panel of yeah. people, and we'll, we'll maybe we'll do some heroin that way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't know where to get any. Uh, but no, no, you know, I'll, 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 Andy some. knows where. Right. Andy knows where. All right. Um, that's it. Uh, we will catch you guys next time here on Father Time. <laughs>